Well, hello there. I'm Jim Harrington. It's another day. And I'm Bill Knight. Well, I guess democracy has, uh, well, it's crumbling. <laughs> you know, Joe Biden is safe. Uh, and your freedom is uh, gone. In jeopardy. And Warnock apparently won the election by... It wasn't a squeaker like they, they said because the early votes were Well, in here's what happened. If you, for anybody paying attention, Bill, uh, all of the counties came in except for DeKalb and Fulton County. They came right. in they came in late. Now they're the bigger counties, right? But mm-hmm. they're still they're still uh, counties that normally in the past got their counting done in a reasonable amount of time. They were at the very end. So up until those counties came in, it looked pretty decent for Walker. He was going back and forth at times he was ahead. And then when those counties came in, well, what do you know? And people say, well, it's because they're Democratic counties. Uh, I would uh, I would submit that they were also making certain they knew how many they needed to win so they could well, get that many that together. Way, but yeah. they'll say, ah, you know what? You're just sitting there trying to strike fear mm. in the society, which no. is what, you know, Republicans do. And, um, no, we're not trying to uh, strike fear into the heart of anybody. Uh, but I'll tell you who did. Yesterday, no. people don't talk about this. You have, to, But I, I would suggest that you go online and do a search. And I want to ask you a question before I tell you the story. If uh, it, well, the roles were reversed, if this story were about armed MAGA people, how do you think the media would respond to this? Now I'll read you the story. The new Black Panther will deploy armed guards at polling locations across Georgia during the runoff between Senator Raphael Warnock and GOP candidate Herschel Walker. This story was uh, from before the vote took place, but uh, now I have another story. They actually did. And if you look at pictures of these guys, they're dressed in black. They have berets on. They have uh, masks over their face. And they have AR-15s draped across their shoulders. Those are assault rifles, friends, AR-15s. And I mean, and I, I use that term because that's where the left always complains about, those nasty assault rifles. Well, they had them, and they were there to intimidate people. If you were going there to vote for anybody other than the people that they wanted to be elected, well, you know, we were watching with our guns, you know? Well, that's election interference because then you know, too, who are you voting for? You know, the, yeah. the question had to be asked. Even if it wasn't, it's election interference. I agree. It's intimidation. Yeah. And that is illegal. And you know what? For the Democrats to sit there and allow, you know, someone to show up with an AR-15 to protect their ballots. Where were the police? And then they go, but we want gun control. They're a lion sack of... My question is, where were the state police... When that happened, when these guys showed up all all across the state, why didn't the police go to those polling places and escort them off the, uh, the, the grounds? Two reasons. Number one, uh, and first and foremost, would you go somewhere where you're outmanned and outgunned? No, you wouldn't. And they've been defunded to where they are outmanned and outgunned. So you're saying you know, that if police went there, they would be the ones in jeopardy, not the guys with the damn AR-15s. right. They would have been the ones in jeopardy. There would have been a smackdown. Well, I, then I, that would have been called. They uh, they should have sent the SWAT units. They should have sent SWAT. They should have sent the the, the uh, better armed units to. Uh, if, otherwise, you have no law and order. 
You don't have it anyway when you have a group that's calling himself, sorry for the racial slur here, but they are the Black Panthers. The new Black now, Panthers. Now, whatever Panthers. historical lesson you want to sit there and try to teach me, it is the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. Okay. They call Let's themselves actually say, build the new Black Panthers. To, oh, yeah, yeah. We forgot the new. The well, new, you yes. know, did you hear about the new White Lions? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, they come out with tanks and machine guns. Well, you know, come on. I don't you know, know how I don't know how anybody can say that this wasn't an illegitimate election when you have people who are carrying AR-15s to the polling place and intimidating people. When you do stuff like this and the armed people and they call themselves the black the, the new black panthers, you're inciting a race war. If that is what you want, you know, and I have to defend my white, my lily white, but I will. You know, I don't want a war, but that's what they're doing out there. And who is who is behind it? Well, this gets who back is sitting and pushing this. This gets back, in my opinion, too. If if it were a MAGA group who went there supporting uh, Walker, uh, they would have had every news channel uh, in the world covering it. There would have been uh, protestations. There weren't any. There weren't any, period. Well, you know, yeah, it's wrong. And this is, you know, this is like watching an Al Capone movie, the old days where you have the the rival, you know, gangsters. That's all it is. You know, Bill, we said yesterday it's going to end up being an election for Warnock. We said it. Forget forget, forget the other noise. It's going to be Warnock because Warnock, uh, has the machine behind him. He even said last night that uh, the machine worked for him. The yeah. machine worked. It sure did work for him because uh, they were out there to intimidate and I'm sure to uh, uh, mess around with the, with the ballots and the votes. And it shouldn't be a surprise. Look what happened in Arizona. They, they certified the election in Arizona. And uh, Mark uh, Burnovich, who is the Secretary of State, was uh, writing, I guess they weren't there to be a part of the certification. The governor and the and the uh, attorney general were there to witness the certification. All right. So Brnovich said this. And I should know, I didn't know we were giving speeches today, but um, the governor and I, for some statute service, we're going to be witnesses to the certification. Uh, we do not actually certify the election. And I'm reminded of what John F. Kennedy often said, that uh, those who ride the tiger to seek power often end up inside. Okay, so the audio wasn't great there, but I'm going to read to you what he said. After signing off on the election, Brnovich explained, I'm reminded of what uh, John F. Kennedy often said, that, quote, those who ride the tiger to seek power often end up inside. And obviously that was directed towards uh, Katie Hobbs, who was sitting right in the same room uh, with him. That's great. I like hearing Brnovich say something like that. But if you remember in 2020, he was a a big man talking smack about uh, what he was going to do with that illegitimate election in Arizona. And he did nothing. So he sent something else in there that's kind of key that stuck out because I heard it yesterday. Somebody was talking about Joe Biden and what a great president he he is and Look how healthy he is and how rejuvenated he is because he is going to run positively again for election. It, it, it's look at what he's done. And then what they did 
is they went on numerous times to compare him to he is the greatest president that we've had since John F. Kennedy. Oh, gag me. Oh, don't get used to it. You listen no. during the next week or two. They are going to be pushing. You want to hear how great he was? He was uh, in Arizona yesterday at a get an ice cream at a chip factory. Yeah, he got he got his ice cream. I'm sure, but he he said this. Listen, they'll construct a second fab here in Phoenix to build chips, the three nano chips, the three nano chip chips that are three nano. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nano, no, no. I don't know. Yeah, nano, no, no. I don't know. And this is the guy who's being compared to JFK. Nanu, nanu, biting from org. I don't know. but uh, oh, He is an idiot, but, you know, th he was down by the border. It would have been so simple to go to the border, even if he doesn't give two about it. He can sit there and still go and at least patronize us conservatives that he shows a little bit of, uh, you know, empathy, to that he's listening to our voice. But obviously, he does not represent uh, we the people. He, uh, he represents uh, him and uh, the power that's uh, in place that it doesn't care about the people. Okay, so where do you think this goes? Do you think that we have any kind of honest resolution down the road, or do you think it's only going to get worse? Well, I think it's going to get worse. I mean, with the Warnock win, we'll go back to that. Uh, we were evenly divided. Kamala was the deciding vote, but at least with the 50-50 Senate, uh, it would have maintained, and with holding the Congress, we would have gotten something. But by giving up that seat, and really Warnack, he won back his seat. So it really was his seat to begin with. The state that made the mistake in where it uh, where uh, it went to hell in a handbasket was uh, Pennsylvania. You know, and uh, it wasn't you know somebody's term expiring. Yeah, they they said I'm I'm done. I'm out of it. But that gave the Democrats a chance to go, let's go ahead and perfect the steel. And so they put in their, their, their best candidate that they, they could come up with, John Fetterman. Oh, my and, God. And, uh, you know, he won that so fair and square. Of course. Uh, let's, let's listen to how articulate he is. At first, I just wanted to check in and see how, how you're feeling and how you're doing. I'm doing I'm doing fantastic, and and uh, it's not about kicking balls uh, in the authority or anything. Oh, it's not like kicking balls in the authority or anything. Whew, man, that's the guy they put into office. Yes. Now, do you know? We talked about the Black Panthers, but uh, there's actually a a a kind of a pri private um, a police group that's mm -hmm. out of Philadelphia. Yes. And, uh, you know, the guy that heads it up, you know, he, he, he is a person of color, but mm -hmm. what he's doing is the right thing. Yes, he is for hire, but he has the power to arrest on location. He has the power to defend. Now, why do I bring this up? You see, Fetterman's Pennsylvania and Philadelphia, a democratic stronghold, mm -hmm. uh, people, they, they show the videos of young gangsters, hoods and whatnot. They go into a store, they pull in, they open their car door, they come out, and they walk in and they just take the ATM machine and yank it out and steal it. They go in and they rob the registers. They trash the stores. Sure, if it's and a jewelry store, the they, they, they break rob, the glass. Yep. Yeah, they rob people getting gas at gunpoint. Yeah. So this one owner said, I've had enough. So he went out and found this licensed 
you you might call it a vigilante security group. Security group. Yeah, a yeah. security group. But they can write. They can write tickets. They can arrest. And they have the ability Are they staffed with off-duty police officers? Is that why they can do this? They were former police officers, but it is an entirely new unit, and uh, they are licensed to do it. And uh, they had them on uh, Fox News last night. I said, you know, it's pretty sad that when private business owners at a convenience store, okay, Mm -hmm. it's 10 at night, you got called into work, somebody was sick, well, I got to get gas in the car, may as well get some coffee, too, and a candy bar. Let's look at why, though. But look look at why. If you are an owner of that convenience store, Bill Knight owns the convenience store. Someone comes in, you take out one of your 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 weapons, and you, in the process of a robbery, shoot and kill somebody, one of those robbers. Who are they going to come after nowadays? They're going to come after you. Yeah. yeah. They, you're going to lose everything. That convenience store, kiss a goodbye. Your life, kiss a goodbye. Even if you get off, they're going to end up draining your, your savings, trying yeah. to defend yourself. I mean, it, it, it's a... This is a strange world we're living in right now, friends. Oh, by the way, in case you're wondering if it was some white person, and who cares about white people because, you know, they're in, they're so entitled and they've had yeah. everything handed to them. This was an Asian American that came over to live the dream. Welcome to the dream. Come on over. We, we, yeah. we have thugs and hoodlums here that will sit there and smack you down just like they'll smack down, you know, the average uh, lily white uh, person. And I don't want to sound racist because I am not a racist, but I'm just saying I know. this is a, a, an agenda and an envelope that's being pushed, and they're, it shouldn't be pushed. They're pushing – the other side is pushing racism. It's, yes. not, it's not the conservatives who are pushing racism. It's the other side who are uh, burning buildings and rioting in the streets and intimidating people with weapons. It's, right. It's not uh, – the people who are on the right. Uh, interesting thing happened in New York yesterday. I don't really heard about it. Uh, uh, former President Trump's company, the Trump Organization, was convicted of tax fraud and other financial crimes on Tuesday in a case brought by the Manhattan District Attorney. That's the guy who won't prosecute uh, people who are committing violent crimes on the street. Right. But he'll spend all of his time and taxpayer money going after the Trump organization and how they they got this uh, this conviction was they got a guy who had worked with Trump his name is Alan uh, Wieselberg and uh, he was the former finance chief with the Trump Trump organization and they got him to testify against the organization in exchange for having a five-month jail sentence you know if he didn't testify he could have been there for years but he mm-hmm. did say that he would not testify or say anything bad against President Trump. So uh, begrudgingly, they put in the story Trump himself was not a target of the investigation or prosecution. So, But they're going after, uh, what is that saying? It's, a, it's an Asian saying death by a thousand cuts or a thousand slices. Mm-hmm. They're trying just to go after President Trump. They're bothering him in Mar-a-Lago. They're going after his his business, which he's very proud of, you know. And by the way, I don't think he could have gotten a fair trial in Manhattan if he had if he had wanted to. You know, I mean, it it was a stacked deck. Well, as a stacked de- deck, you got the judges there, and you know, I'm sure that he didn't have much say in uh, picking the jury in in that situation. But yeah, 
You know, and they're saying, well, this is just bad news for Trump. No, it is bad news for America because it means that if you speak out against the government that is in place or you do something that they don't like, yeah, if they can't get you personally, you know, individually and lock you up and throw away the key, then they're going to go after your assets and everything. Sure. That, you know, they're, they're going to go after your money, which is. Bill, they're going after know, his family. Say, they go yeah. after Eric Trump. They go after Don Jr. They go after the entire Trump family. I think they, that President Trump has said many times that he's never seen somebody who has been subpoenaed more than his son, Eric. Well, what other organizations in history uh, went after, you know, hey, we'll go after your family. You know, you're gonna you're gonna rule the day that yeah. you yes. you opposed us. That, that that's like a gangster, yeah. a mob. Well, so we got a bunch if of the thugs shoe in the White fits, House. If the shoe fits, wear it. Yeah. Well, yeah. the shoe fits uh, really well on that. And uh, Joe Biden. And I, know, I, I have I, to say something, Bill, to somebody who's just tuning in and doesn't normally listen to our program. You probably say. Boy, all these guys have been doing today is complaining about what's going on. But we're complaining because it's so obvious to anybody who is paying attention that all this corruption is right in front of your eyes. It's right in front of your face. Well, you know what? Maybe if you don't like what's going on, maybe you should complain. Maybe all of us should complain. And they'll say, oh, look at those little sissy crybaby Republicans. Well, gee, uh, I remember when Trump first won, he's not my president. I didn't vote for him. Yeah, You I know, know, they cried and whined and put negative memes out. Well, you know what? Yeah. Give them a taste of their own damn medicine and let's start taking back the government. Run for seats. Run for office. I heard a talk, sh a talk show this morning where the guy said, uh, well, maybe we should start doing what the Democrats are doing. But I, exactly. But I don't think we can. No, no. The Democrats are cheating. Okay, so the answer to the problem can't be cheating. Well, no, it can't be cheating. But let's, you know, they act. They have people acting like they're in power that aren't. You know, we can sit there, seats that we lost. Why can't we sit there, you know, with electronic media, set up a, a conservative government that, yeah, we might not be able to write policy, but we can write opinion, and we can yeah, get news and dictate. You know, I think news we're stories. doing that now. Though, we, I mean, we have we do have a strong conservative talk uh, presence in this country with the different talk show hosts and podcasts. It's got to go beyond that, though. Well, I I don't think that uh, uh, I don't think the answer to the problem we have right now is to is to do what they're doing. That's my own humble well, opinion. There's, you know, we're, we're, we're running out of options and the options are going to be a repeat of history. And that is not a pretty point. And I think, uh, you know, Bill, I've heard people like Bill Gates say that they expect a civil war. Yeah. They expect it. The other you side just said the word I wasn't going to say. Well, I know, but I, I think we have to be honest here. And, uh, the audience, I'm sure I don't want a civil war. My God, because I, I have to tell you something. I'm a student of the past Civil War. I, I mean, I really have paid a lot of attention to what, what happened there. We lost 600, and I think it was 40,000 people in that war. The, to this day, it's the most, and by the way, people say, well, how can you get that figure? Well, we were, both sides were American. We were 
Mm-hmm. We were Americans with difference of opinion, and we were fighting against each other. And we have not had a war where, where we've lost that many people. And can you imagine if that happened today with the weaponry we have today? In those days, they had ramrod, you know, front-loading weapons where you had to drop the the gunpowder in and pack it down, and drop the the ball in and pack it down, then aim fire, and then repeat the whole process over and over again. It was if you got three shots in a minute, you were an expert. Nowadays, if they had a civil war with the weaponry we have, with guns that can fire twenty bullets in one point three seconds at a clip, right? Uh, it would be so much bloodier, so much worse. I, I pray, I pray that it doesn't go to that uh, point in our history, like Bill Gates. But it could, yeah. But it could, and and I think that the Democrats are being blatant with their cheating and pushing the envelope right now. Well, you know, they they control a lot, but they were in place with, uh, you know, a lot of control before. They've got judges, they've got everything. So, uh, you know, even going back to last Friday's show where we talked about um, uh, that that lawsuit that's going before the Supreme Court uh, with how things are going and, you know, obviously Joe Biden's by the border. And he doesn't give two flips about it. Yeah, I know. Uh, and and what did you know, he say? Spokes- what did he say, Bill? He, what, they asked him if you're going to go down to the border, a border state, why not visit the border? And he said, I have more important things to do. It's always an excuse because early on, when they talked to him, mm-hmm. uh, he sat there and said, "Well, you know," um, and he's kind of hummed around. He goes, "But I don't have the time." You got the time now, Joe. Yeah. You had time to get an ice cream. You got the time. Yeah. yeah, you might have important things in your mind to do, but let us see that you care about what we care about. Well, you care about the economy. No, he, yes, we do care about the economy, but we care about our security too. He's doing what he's doing what he wants to do. He's happy with what's happening at the border right now. If right. he was if he thought it was a problem, he'd be there, but he it's happening the way they want it to happen. They want this massive influx of strangers coming across the border. I saw a story on uh, one of the mm-hmm. news programs. I think it was Newsmax yesterday, where they had uh, one of the border chiefs, former border chiefs, there being interviewed. I think it's Mark Morgan, uh, yeah. and he was being interviewed. And he said, "Right behind us is, is about three thousand people." He said, "They're, they're saying that eighteen, what it was, eighteen thousand people a day." They expect coming across the border. He says eighteen thousand is what I had, yeah. and that's and he something said, like. And he said that's a a small amount. That's a conservative amount. Because look behind me, this is one mm-hmm. little spot. Three thousand people. He said. By the way, down about a mile down the river, we have drug dealers coming across with their supply of stuff, and nobody's down there stopping him because we're all up here with three thousand strangers. So let's say it's double that number. That's 13 million people a year coming wow. across the border. How big is that? Uh, probably close to uh, the size of New York City. You know, we've had elections where you didn't have 13 million people voting. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we have, and not only are they coming across, but they're a drain on our on our uh, infrastructure. Uh, we have to pay for these people because... They come across with nothing. So the government ends up having to house them and feed them and give them health care. And, and jobs. Uh, that's what Joe's down there doing. Those semiconductor jobs, who do you think they're going to go to? Oh, I know. And and what was the uh, type of semiconductor uh, 
chip that they were putting together down there? Well, those are nano chips, which, by the way, in case you're wondering, you know, you can even go back to your sci-fi days of Star Trek. Nanos. Nanos are microscopic. You know, they that made means- a movie, Bill. Do you remember the movie? I, maybe you don't. Uh, but this was about 30 years ago. I don't know who was in it. Was it, uh, was it Raquel Welch? Yeah, but anyway, they put these people, they shrunk them down and mm-hmm. put them in a hypodermic needle yeah. and injected these people into the body of a person. And their adventure was going around their bloodstream. And I forgot like the a name. Fantastic of, Voyage. That it was. That's what, I think that might have been what it was called. <laughs> Very yeah, good. the Fantastic Voyage. <laughs> yeah. And and we're laughing at stuff like that. We definitely laughed at it back uh, 30 or 40 years ago. But essentially, nano chips can do exactly that. Am I correct? Exactly. Yeah, you can inject it. Now, nanos work with other nanos. So they can actually sit there. They can get together, form circuitry. They can get together and repair things. So you could sit there and say, well, nanos could be good. They could go and repair internal organs. Yeah. Yeah, they could. But they could also sit there and go in and buy a lot. You know, they could they could connect you yeah. online uh, to a mainframe computer where they have control control of your body. That you don't even have to speak something you're thinking. They would know what you're thinking, and if they don't like what you're thinking and think think you're going to be a problem, yeah, they can say terminate. Now, could they influence your thinking? You oh, know, absolutely. <laughs> but why do? If they have control of your body, they don't have to influence anything. You are the subject to them. You are going to do walk lockstep because you can't sit there. It's not like an implant where you could cut it out. Isn't this vaccine that we have in our system right now, didn't they mention nanotechnology, uh, CR? They did early on, but yes. then they got quiet on that. They See, did. I had a lot of problems with the vaccine because I was watching TV last night and, and all of us, every ad that was coming on, They'd play the, the ad back-to-back. That was the whole set. Yeah. So that means the government's paying for this ad. Hey, get the new vaccine. It not only cures you know COVID, but Omicron, too. You're going to be, and they show happy, healthy, healthy people, strong and everything. But, you know, it's not like a normal drug ad because you could sit there and see an ad for a comp drop, and they tell you all the side effects. They have to disclose everything. They have never once done that on a vaccine. And if you can't disclose the things that it can do to you, you know, may make you grow a third arm, you know, yeah, whatever. I was, I was looking at one of those, uh, I think it was, uh, those. In, they put inside uh, prescription drugs these little pieces of paper that you un- unfold and they end up being the size. Big, of, big giant pamphlet. <laughs> yeah, they, they end up being the size of a uh, of a blanket, you know. I mean, it's huge. And they tell you all the things that are in it and all the things that it might do to you, all the things you have to be careful about. Look out for this, look out for that. But with the uh, the vaccine, they have spaces, blank spaces that say information mm-hmm. not provided. Information not provided. Now, they want you to take this drug, but they don't want to tell you all that's inside and all that it might do to you. No, they don't. They had uh, Biden's COVID czar talking uh, just recently about the vaccination. But the but all the science and all the evidence we have suggests that we're probably going to need to update our vaccine again next year and uh, and have Americans get vaccinated again next year. Right now, our focus is let's get Americans protected this fall and winter with the updated COVID vaccines we have. Okay, now, does anybody remember about two years ago when this whole thing started? They said, you're going to get these two shots and that's it. 
You don't need mm-hmm. any more than these two. And then about six or seven months w- went by and somebody said, well, we might need one more booster. And then they said, well, you might need a fourth shot. Now they're talking about one every year. And then I heard just last week that one of these guys, it might have been that COVID czar saying you need it every two months, every two months, the shot. What are they? What are they? Uh, what are they doing to us? Maybe it's it's um, a little bit more than a shot. Now this is mm-hmm. just me thinking mm-hmm. off the rails, but you know sometimes you inject something into somebody, you need so much in there for it to take control. What if it is thought altering, mind altering, body altering, whatever it is? It's more than just a vaccine. Maybe it's not a vaccine at all. There are a lot of questions that need to be answered, and and they're not being answered by anybody responsibly. I mean, we have this guy, Fauci. He did more damage to our country than than the virus did. You will never know how many people, how many young people died as a result of having to be locked down and away from their peers and isolated for all that period of time. There, I have a granddaughter who missed her graduation and other things that were uh, important to young people. And, mm-hmm. and and she'll never get those back. She'll never be repaid for that loss. And she was not the exception. She was the rule. All of her friends went through the same thing. But now, God bless my granddaughter. She's a strong young lady, and uh, she got through it. But it had an effect. It hurt her. She missed it. It wasn't something which she just fluffed off, you know? And the gradu- yeah, and- Bill, the graduation she ended up having, it was like— uh, in a football field, and everybody sat about 10 feet away from each other. Everybody had masks on. They were afraid to shake hands or hug people. You know, it was it was sad. And that's yeah. I, I directly blame guys like Fauci for doing stuff like that. Yeah, and you can't you can't uh, you can't give that back. You can't buy it back. That's no. like when you live in a home and you have rent, or you know, you have homeowners or renters insurance, but when memories get burned up, yeah. How do you put a value on that? How do you put a value on lost memories in life? Thanks to COVID. Uh, and well, you know, as a virus, we had to protect you. Are you protecting us? Fauci is running like hell from uh, the White House now because his time is up and he wants to be sure that he's safe and protected. He is with that Senate. He is with Joe because they'll do some kind of executive order and that's it. Done. Congress can't do anything about it. You know, they still have a lot of control. Another story that was in the news last night, you may have heard this. uh, Police were called to uh, Ted Cruz's house in Texas. Uh, His somebody, they said they didn't say who, a teenager apparently cut themselves. They thought it was either a cutting situation on the wrist, either attempted suicide or whatever. He's got a daughter who is 13 to 14 years old now. Who, 14. There's 11 and a 14-year-old. Well, apparently a year ago, she came out and said, well, I, she wrote on a social media, well, I, I'm bisexual and I don't agree with many things that my father says. And P, the media jumped on that like, see, see, his daughter doesn't agree with him and his daughter is different than he is. But the thing is, she's 13. Okay, and you have to understand what's happening around this young lady when you're 13 years old. You're being inundated with social media. Kids are not uh, isolated anymore. There's no more free time for kids. They can't walk away from their friends because every every 30 seconds, something's popping up on their phone, and they have to respond to it. 
and mm-hmm. she must be under an awful amount of uh, grief from her friends. So she probably figured I have to go 180 degrees from my dad to be accepted by my pals. You know, right? Well, you know, you and I, we grew up in a different environment, but yeah, we were exposed to people that had different sexual orientations sure. than we do. But we, we, we knew who we are. We didn't. We didn't need a pronoun to identify where we stand and neither did those people of different sexual orientations we weren't we weren't indoctrinated and we learned to we accept kids don't have that choice anymore and in school and having uh before covid having had kids that went through the school system and came back with questions because that's what they did it turned out that in the school it was number one yeah Mm -hmm. there were people that were of different sexual orientations that were teaching classes and saying, well, you've got to ask a question about yourself. No, you don't have to ask a question about yourself unless you, if you're wondering that, then you ask, but you just don't, you don't imply these questions and you don't force it on these kids. The teacher has no right, but they are doing that in schools. They are indoctrinating and yeah. trying to they are. manipulate. Yeah. The rules are upside down these days. Uh, Rules are made for one side, not for the other. For example, in Virginia yesterday uh, at a very nice restaurant, uh, this Christian group, conservative Christian group. Now that Mm -hmm. by itself, they they try to sell that, by the way, as being like the Nazi party, like the Ku Klux Klan, conservative Christian group. These are just conservative Christians. These are people who follow their beliefs They weren't hurting anybody. They made a reservation for 20 for an event. They wanted to have dinner and to to socialize. Some one of the staff members at this restaurant checked on the background of this group, and they didn't like what they stood for. They stood for, this is what they said in the article, they were uh, pro-conservative Christian values. They didn't believe in the LGBTQ plus philosophy. And uh, they felt intimidated, the people at the restaurant, because some of the wait staff, I guess, were were LGBTQ+. But if you reverse the situation, if it was an LGBT plus group that came in to have dinner and a conservative staff said, I don't feel good having these people here, we're not going to serve them, do you think the response would have been so casual? No, but it, it, it does bear another question that uh, I kind of see in all of this. What's that? You know, you can identify somebody's, not all the time, but you can kind of identify what their pronoun is just by how they dress, how they act, what they wear, so on and so forth. But let's take all sexuality out of it, and let's just look at political slant. Can you spot somebody that is liberal or Democrat? Can you spot somebody that is conservative or Republican? Sometimes. Not all Sometimes. the time. Not all the time. I mean, I, 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 I can be in a group of people, and you think that person is left-leaning, and you find, find out to your surprise they're just the opposite. You know? Yeah, that, that can happen too. But let's say that you've got some left-leaning people that are in a building, and they sit there and go, well, there's Republicans in here. And you know what? I feel threatened because there might be a Republican in this room. I was listening to uh, James Woods the great actor. He's a great actor. Mm -hmm. Um, He's had uh, a whole bunch of awards. I think he's won the Academy Award in the past. Yes, he has. Um, And he can't get a job now in Hollywood because, well, now fortunately he's 
he's wealthy. He's had enough great jobs in the past where he made a lot of money. But uh, now he's ostracized because he's a conservative, outspoken conservative. He believes in what he believes in. You know, Kirstie Alley, the lady who just passed away the day before yesterday, was a conservative. And she was kind of ostracized Mm. by her friends, quote, in Hollywood. People who she had known and loved for years in Hollywood who, in in this environment we live in now, well, it's not really cool to hang around a conservative. You know, we're we're liberal, you know? Yeah, it's a badge of honor or dishonor. You know, and I'm like going, come on, are we that bad? And, of course, I just did it. I labeled, but I did it for the point of this conversation. Are we that bad where we got to label people? Well, we did it. We did it in the past, you you know. I would submit that in the 80s and 90s, Things were better. I would submit that we had gone through the the. Uh, we the, went through everything, and, yeah. and we pretty well. We were at rest at it. We were. I think we were on the cusp of getting things slowly equalized. I agree, and people were accepting each other. You know, for mm-hmm. who they were and not what they were, and uh, I think the guys and I. I'll point to them and say it directly. I think the guys like Barack Obama came into office. And he helped divide us as a country. He and his administration did everything they could to separate us. And uh, he did a darn good job. He did it with a smile and an articulate-sounding delivery, but the guy was divisive. He is a great speaker. Yeah. I mean, he's a good-looking guy. He speaks well, and uh, he is articulate. He has a a charismatic uh, aura about him. So, But, you know, you can... can uh, cloak an evil person behind that that aura and that uh, charisma, which I think he is. Is there a chance for an honest election in our future if things don't change? No, no. Yeah, I'm just saying no. I don't. I don't think. I don't think what happened in Georgia yesterday was honest. I don't think what happened in Pennsylvania was honest. I don't think what happened in Arizona was honest. We know what happened in uh, the 2020 election was not honest. And, and the Democrats are, are basically saying, yeah, but you know what? That was 2020, yeah. you know, big deal. That's, that's old news. That's part of their whole, their whole story though. Make it sound like, uh, that's well, didn't Kareem Jean-Pierre say about the, tw- about the Twitter situation with Hunter Biden? That's old news. They didn't acknowledge it as news when it came out in 2020, but now no. they're talking about it like it's old news. Yeah. yeah. It's dangerous. It's dangerous uh, to do that because it, it throws out all, hey, man, it throws out these negative vibes, man, you know. But the point is, it does, it, she might say it's old news, so why bother talking about it? Because it is a crime. Okay. And it's an unanswered and paid for crime. We want the guilty party to have to pay for that crime. Okay, so we're two guys sitting here right now just shooting the breeze. Mm. Uh, let's dig a little deeper. You know, dig a little we, deeper we, in yeah. the well? Well, what, let's see what's happened over the past couple of years. Uh, many people, including myself, uh, I think you too, believe that 2020 was a tampered with election. Uh, there, was, uh, there was some chicanery that went on, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in the 2020 election. It should it have been accepted as and certified? I don't think so. But that happened, and now we have the 2022 election. It's now, I guess, officially, with the exception of the uh, the suits that are going to come along in Arizona with the Cary Lake 
situation, but essentially it's done, and and they right. they've cheated there too, and they only I think they only got better at it. Mm-hmm. They only got better at cheating. Okay. Yeah, they they look they they probably go back and they look at their mistakes they made and go, well we got to get better at this and that. Uh, you know, they're an organized crime, you know, unit, I guess. But is this an action that is being instigated by a deeper state? It's not just Republicans versus Democrats. Is there something deeper than the parties that are manipulating the parties? Are, are we being manipulated by the Klaus Schwab's, the Bill Gates, the George Soros's, the uh, Mark Zuckerberg's of the world? Well, yeah, I think we are. But, you know, it, it, it kind of I don't know how to articulate the question. I, I was thinking of it last night because, you know, they, they I saw on TV where they had a, a Republican and a Democrat in the House. And they were trying to find commonality between them. And there is. And it started making me think about the thing we talked about Friday, the thing that's going before the Supreme Court, you know, the challenge of uh, uh, right. the National... Uh, uh, the Brunson Brothers. Yeah, the Brunson Brothers suits. Yeah. The Brunson Brothers case, where they... they viol- and I tried to look that up to see who voted yay or nay. And, of course, they have that National Security Act. There's always something on it where they talk about Homeland Security or something like that. But mm. this was an actual vote where they voted, and they voted nay on investigating... Uh, treason in our government, which they are sworn sworn by oath that they have to. And then I started thinking, because of all the other things that are on the docket, you know, maybe you voted, ah, forget it, because it was presented in such a way that you, you know, said, oh, yeah, it's a waste of time. In other words, you're guilty because you should have known better. Mm-hmm. But do they know better? And And so... If they oh. if they voted that way, Bill, do you think that the, I mean they they were violating their oath? Yeah, but I'm wondering, Democrat Republican, we have the the upper tier is corrupt. Let's just put it that way. The mm-hmm. leaders are corrupt, but you know you can't say a new congressperson coming in or a new senator coming in has been corrupted yet. At what point do they become corrupt? You know. Okay. And I I, I know, but. I guess my my question is. Oh, you're guilty by you know you're guilty by association. Guilty by you didn't take the time to vet out. If what you're, you're doing. in that seat and you have a vote, you know, and you didn't pay attention. Yeah, you are as guilty as the guy who's been there for twenty years and has a vote. If you have a vote and you didn't take the time to ask questions and get the right answers, if you're just voting to go along to get along. Hmm. Um, then you are you're doing a disservice to your position. You're just as guilty in my eyes. Well, yeah, you are in my eyes too. But you know, this cabal. You know, if they find if they find that the the heat is coming on, they mm-hmm. will find a patsy. You know, a fall person within their ranks. You know, and say, well, yeah, he's been a good soldier, but got to take the fall. Sorry, pal. That's the way it works. You know, and, you know, then that person gets distraught and hangs himself with a bedsheet in prison or something (laughs) of that nature. And are we being set up to where, you know, the narrative is going this way to where they will find some patsies and fall people? You see all the distractions that we're seeing already, though. Now, the election happened last night with uh, Warnock and uh, Walker. And many, many people who were really paying attention 
to what was going on in Georgia believed that there was some hanky-panky there too. And again, once again, it was a steal. Many people feel that way, okay? Uh, but I, I would think in a 24-hour period, something big will come along that will distract us, and that'll be old news right away. And the Warnock collection was, ah, that's 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 gone. That's history. You know, it's established. He's there. He's a he's the senator. Nothing well, to look at here. The Trump family and Donald Trump himself is the punching bag of the Democratic Party and that machine. Now we, you know, where where do where do the lies stop? We we know we were lied to about the 2020 election. We know that we've been lied to about the January 6th, the insurrection that never was, but it was an insurrection. And they want to, before they leave power, they want to come down and uh, make suggestions of who needs to be uh, prosecuted and arrested, which includes probably Trump. You know, the yeah, uh, no. the hit on the uh, Mar-a-Lago. That was all a lie. We know yeah. that. It was all, they had no idea what they were looking for. They were looking for something. They don't want to tell us what they were looking for, but they were looking for something but they are going to sit there and turn that story around enough to say, we've got to indict Trump and arrest oh, absolutely. him. They, absolutely. And that's probably coming this week. Is that a surprise to you? Because no, I, it's not a surprise. I expected, this, saying, I expected this three months ago. When, they when, started you're, to, when you're reading this book and you go, boy, I wonder what's in the next chapter, that is the next chapter. Yeah, but you know, I feel like it's being written by a lousy writer because I figured out the ending before I finished the first chapter. All right, let me ask you this. Ron DeSantis, good guy, bad guy, don't know. In my opinion? Yeah. It's too soon to tell. Uh, I, I Don't I, know. I don't trust him just yet because I don't okay. know enough about him. So everybody is contending that Trump is the big influence and contender in the 2024 election. Right. Biden said he's running. Actually, he hasn't totally announced yet. He's announcing after the holidays, they said. Well, he's still, they, they say he's running, so... He's got to get his machine in place and do his dirty tricks. And there were dirty tricks that happened in the 2020 election. Mm -hmm. It was manipulated. It was election interference. And we all know that. And it was at his behest and to keep Hunter out of the picture. Mm -hmm. You know, with all of that said, and they're going after, you know, their, the Trump organization, not a hit on Trump, but they're going to try to make it a hit on Trump. I'm sure that Merrick will come back and say, yeah, we got to indict and do all of this. In the meantime, DeSantis just won governorship. That's for right. six years, right? Two, four. Four years. Four? Yep. Okay, still too too soon to start uh, fundraising again. Right. And he starts his fundraising today. Well, what's he fundraising so early for unless he's going to th- be oh, I think I think you start to believe the press clippings. You start to think, hey, you know, I may be able to – to beat Trump. And, you know, maybe Trump's not going to be the guy running because they're, they're dumping a lot of stuff on him. And from what they're telling me coming out of Washington, they're going to keep dumping until they get him to bow out. They don't want Trump as the thorn in their proverbial side. They just don't want him involved with politics anymore. Trump has even said it. He could have all of these legal inquiries and stuff like that. They could all disappear. If I he think would, he's wrong. If he that. were just to say, I'm not going to run in 2024. I know. I know. I think he's wrong on that. And the reason is uh, they hate him so much for what he did, what he's done. And it wasn't anything bad, but right. it, it hurt their agenda, their machine. Slowed their, their uh, plan down. You're right. Right. What they're going to do is say, Trump, look, we'll cut your deal. Just, just walk away. And everything goes away. And the day that he does that, he'll walk away saying, well, 
I really hate leaving everybody behind. And they'll go, that son of a abandoned us. And then they're going to come back and get them, hit them with something. And then the people that felt abandoned go, well, he got what he deserved. And, 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 and the people that gave him what, you know, they did, they lied. They get a double bonus on that. He's out of the way and they still get to put the thumb on him, you know, so screw him to the ground. He can't win. DeSantis is raising money, Mm -hmm. but he's not really saying he's doing it for the presidential uh, run in 2024. He's just quietly raising money. He's talking to people. He's implying that he might be interested. You know, he says mm-hmm. things that are coy, like I'm not in it, but uh, it's it it's interesting. You've heard of the Antichrist? Is he the is he the anti-conservative? You know, it's funny you should mention Antichrist. You hear a lot a lot of that is being <laughs> a lot of that is being thrown around right now about pe- different people who are out there. What people, I'm I've saying heard people, is, I don't I've heard, trust anybody. I've heard anymore. people say that Elon Musk is the Antichrist. Yeah, then why would he have thrown out what he did? He's being attacked too. Well, I'm just They're saying, going I've heard after it. him. I've heard people talking about uh, different people. I think Elon Musk is fantastic, and I hope that he continues doing what he's doing uh, because I think it's making a difference and it's really shaking the tree. Twitter had a general counsel, Jim Baker, who had mm-hmm. been the FBI's uh, chief counsel for a while, and he's all involved with the corruption. He was all involved. Mm-hmm. And, and people were saying on Friday, why is Twitter slow-walking all this information that they have what's the problem? You know, they said, here's the first batch and there's another batch coming on Saturday and maybe more on Monday, all this stuff. And so Musk asked the same question. Why is this going so slow? He found out that this guy, Jim Baker, the general counsel had a rule. He had put something into place where nothing gets released until I see it first. He was slowing things down. He was slow walking the whole process. And because he had to report back to the deep state. He is real. Yeah. The deep state. Exactly. And believe me, there's no other. You you got to use there's There's that system, the swamp, whatever you want to call it, be, below government that has all the control. And that's who we're dealing with. Those are the people who are, who are really running our country right now, whether you believe it or not. Whether you, you can go about your merry way and say that's nonsense, but it's out there, pure and yeah. simple. And look, America has to be taken down uh, for what they want to do to succeed. We are the beacon of light, of freedom that people see. And we have to be taken down because if we're not taken down, then their agenda in the deep state right. can't be achieved unless we become less than what we really are. Insignificant. Insignificant. Yep. One of many, not the shining star. One of many stars. But if you are like a lot of people, including myself, I I believe this country was divinely inspired and created. I believe that we were uh, a group of, 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 of mongrels, so to speak, strangers from different countries who got together and joined forces and, and melted. They called it the melting pot for a reason. And we became uh, an incredible nation. We had, uh, we had Italians living next door on the right, and we had Germans sitting, uh, living next door on the left. We had Poles across the street, and the Irish guy was in the middle. And, and we all got along with each other for the longest period of time. They're trying to divide us now. They're trying to ruin that now in this country. We have black people down the street, minorities all over, and no one's having a problem. 
You know, no. uh, you have friends in the neighborhood who are different, different races and colors, and there's no big thing going on. But what happens? They don't want this. They want you to hate each other. They want you to be separate and divided. As long as you're fighting against each other, you're not uniting as a country. If you and I are fighting against each other, we're not paying attention to anything else but our fight. They're not seeing what's really happening to their country. It's, it's being dissolved. It's being destroyed by this deep state. And that's what's happening right now. It is happening. We have guys like this uh, Sam Bankman-Fried who ran FTX. He's, mm -hmm. he's laughing and scratching, and I think they brought him to the States yeah, yesterday. Yeah, they arrested him because I think he's going to be... The, the patsy. Um, the patsy, and he's going to get distraught. And uh, But he won't get much, Bill. He's not going to be... He's not. I don't think they're going to send him to jail like they sent... Uh, uh, what's his face? Bernie Madoff to jail. Yeah. I th I think well, now, I understand that what we want to do in this country, and I mean, you, you've seen the rumblings on it, but you don't know what stories to believe and whatnot. But there has been the, the talk that they want to take away the currency that we have now and go to a digital currency, a cryptocurrency. We talked about this last week. I heard that in the darkness of the night, unbeknownst to a lot of people, they have already initiated a digital currency in this country. Right. I, I don't know whether it's uh, only, you know, in its uh, like test mode, but there is something out there they're working on. Paper money will be worth nothing. They can do, they can make that change overnight and say, all the money in your bank is now crypto. They can change it in the banks. And then once it's done that, let's say that you have a half million bucks in there and they decide that, uh, you know, you're doing something that's not it's gone. good for the state. You know? Well, that money can just disappear. Hey, I work all my life. I, ha I have savings in the bank. And don't you think I haven't thought for... Uh, there's a possibility if they turn that into digital currency... If somebody down the street and some, some politician doesn't like who I am or what I'm saying, it could disappear. Right. Yeah. Hey. Uh, well, you know, they, if they do a tax, yeah. uh, they could do it instantaneously before we have the chance to even go, uh, uh, but exactly. money's gone. Oh, but you have a right to appeal. <laughs> yeah, right. yes, yeah, and that appeal could last more than your lifetime. I have another question. You know, um, there's a lot of things to be said about symbolism mm -hmm. and it seems that things happen on certain dates over and over again. There are days that are very important uh, that we should be paying attention to. And I would submit that today is one of those days. Okay. Today is December 7th. Oh, yes. December 7th, 1941 was Pearl Harbor. And it would not surprise me if something major was to come down the pike somehow, somewhere. Some big news story happens today. I don't know. I'm just saying this so you can keep your eyes wide open and, and, and see for yourself. It could have already happened earlier this morning. It could be happening right now as we speak. Uh, it could be happening, you know, and if it's happening right now as we speak, this show will get out and it, it, it'll, be, it'll be an old, irrelevant show then because, you know, the way, the way they drop the news, the way things happen, uh, it's crazy. Pay attention. December 7th. They love symbolism. Well, you know what? They're memory pegs. And, you know, if they want to get your attention or get you to realize, uh, you know, just be aware of this. We, we did this. They one, do it on a symbolic date. One day this week, maybe tomorrow, we're going to have to play. We have some great audio from Laura Logan. 
She's going to talk about uh, the Balenciaga situation and, you know, oh, uh, child yeah. abuse and uh, also child trafficking. And uh, it's it's really fantastic stuff. And that'll be probably, we'll start it at least tomorrow. Unless, of course, something major happens. <laughs> if something major happens today, all bets could. are off. Did you hear that... Uh, uh, they've been the Republicans are warning about a new IRS rule that uh, you have to report anything over six hundred dollars that you uh, that you run yeah. through a third party network like PayPal and or Venmo. Did you do you know? Right, that? yeah, they're doing it because they want to be able to tax everything. Used to be that you, you could win money, yeah, from a radio station anywhere. If it was under six hundred bucks, they didn't care about it. Now they, you know, if they, they care about the change you get from your purchase. So uh, let me see if I got this right. Um, this guy, Sam Bankman-Fried, he mm -hmm. blows uh, billions of people's dollars, and for the longest time, they didn't just rush out and arrest this guy. They had to think about it, and I guess they kind of walked him in yesterday. Is he arrested, Bill, or is he in, is he, uh, in for questioning, this bank? Well, they, they never made it clear. Some say the, the, he's been arrested. They... They they told him they he had to come over. I think they did go get him, uh, but was he in shackles and handcuffs? You know, okay, and put so, in an orange uniform. I doubt it. So Bankman Freed uh, blows ten tens of billions of dollars of people's money, and he maybe isn't arrested. But if you get six hundred bucks and don't report it, uh, and you funnel it through uh, Venmo or PayPal, you're a criminal, and you may go to jail. Or be fined. Yeah. Well, actually, you'll probably, they'll take the money. Uh -huh. They'll fine you on top of that. And, you know, you got to go to jail. Okay. And then they have armed guards going down to the voting booths in Georgia. These uh, 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 new Black Panthers with uh, AR-15s, which, by the way, is the assault weapon that the left hates so much. And they are there to intimidate voters, but nothing happens there. Okay. And uh, we're supposed to accept that. Uh, then mm. in the Arizona elections, we have the lady who is running. She's the one who's controlling the elections and making sure that certifications are in and that she's the winner. And that's supposed to be okay, too. Uh, we're supposed to believe all this is being normal, right? Is that? Is that yeah, okay. yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, as long as it benefits the Democratic Party and the deep state, then there is not a damn thing wrong with it. Well, and that tells you right there on the surface, if she's that corrupt, how deep do her roots go into okay. the deep state? I got a lot to think about today. I got to tell you, I got a lot to think about. This is this is a strange world, and it's only going to get stranger, I think, friends. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, by the way, did you hear that they have missiles that we gave to the Ukraine? And apparently we, we adjusted the uh, guidance system so that they can launch them in the Ukraine, but if they go across the border into uh, Russia, then they're ineffective. This is the truth. They made it, or actually, they made it so they won't cross the border. This is from our country. Yeah, hey, yeah. It. There's there's a lot of stuff going on, and you know, I was listening to a retired general or something talking about that. Well, we have to supply the Ukrainians with uh, weapons, and we have to supply uh, the fight against Iran with uh, another country with weapons. And I'm going, you know, we are just a big giant arms dealer. Yeah, I know. 
That's all we do is arm places. Yeah, look what we did in Afghanistan. You, you guys need weapons? How about if we leave $89 billion worth of uh, weapons for you here? You have a good time with those, okay? Maybe you can sell a few. Well, that's better yeah. than flying a cargo jet over with uh, suitcases full of money, and we just drop it on the uh, that's runway. Too, that's too obvious. That's way too <laughs> yeah. obvious. Yeah. Hey, Bill, have a good day, my friend. We've, we've done it again, and uh, let's do it again tomorrow, okay? Uh, also, I think that uh, we should be paying attention this December 7th. You never know. It's... We have a phone number, right? We do have a phone number. It's 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868. And it's mail at itsanotherday.com. You can also find us at crnamerica.com. Both websites cross-link, so you can go to either one, crnamerica.com or itsanotherday.com, and get to either side and put mail in front of it. And- we're Send us an email. We're way over. Gotta go. Have a great day, Bill. Hasta la vista. The Voice of Freedom. CRN America. <laughs>